happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies Present the Nationalist Inquirer. I am Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I am joined by Hudson. What is happening, sir? Good evening, boys. Good evening. Also joining me this evening, Reinhard von Krieger. Hello. What's going on? Not much. Also, down in the dungeon, taking notes on uh, hopefully the new workstation, Mr. Grognack, what's up? What's going on, guys? Trying to come in through another dimension. I'll get there. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Most of the gang's here. Dogbot has the evening off. And uh, let's go. Um, We are in October. Today is 1010. Man. No, today's 1011. Yesterday was 1010. Yeah, 101122. Yes. Yes. 101122. Yesterday was 1010. That's right. Um, I caught an eleven, eleven, eleven on my watch today. That's pretty nice. cool. That's pretty. You cool. know, yeah. my my aunt cool. would say that's that's your guardian angel saying hi. Yeah, I mean, I catch the eleven, eleven all the time on my phone, but eleven, eleven, and eleven seconds on the digital watch was kind of cool. Yeah, that's like extra cool. Yeah, I got the. G- I was checking out my G Shock, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, that's not a flex. Yeah, we got a badass over that's not here. A, I know that's not a flex. It's like literally no, like well a, done. It's like a work watch. You know what I mean? It's like so I, don't, so I can have a timepiece that I can beat the shit out of. So the G Shock's just his work watch. Jeez. Wow. Do, oh, I'm sorry. Like, guys, I, don't even don't even worry about it, guys. I don't wear my tag Hoyer. Uh, that's right. Uh, a, a what? What did you I say? Don't know, some Swiss watch company. <laughs> Fag. What, what did you say? Tag Hoyer. Fag Hoyer. I don't know. I've never heard of it. Fag Goyer? Fag what? Goyer? What? <laughs> uh, no, I, thought that, I, I thought that word was off our 2022 list. No, I don't know. Yeah, no. It, that, that's Goyim, but Goyer is different. No, actually, um, yeah, I didn't realize I was surrounded by pores. My bad. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So know. donations can be sent to our Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> no, I, I have the same G-Shock that I've had since like. 1997 that's it's dude nice his watches are amazing it's still on the same battery too that's awesome yeah that is awesome yeah um yeah i don't wear the i don't wear the, the master of g at, at work what are you kidding me no <laughs> have you actually seen those the those fucking, things are insane like master of g okay g-shock i wear a g-shock because i'm an electrician and i like bang my watch all over the place and i broke i shattered a citizen watch that's right i went to ross but uh, I shattered uh, the crystal of this Citizen watch, and the watch is so old that no watch com- like uh, Citizen was like, yeah, we don't fix those anymore. So Oof. I have to take it to I have to take it to like an actual watch, like jeweler, right, and and have it fixed. But I don't think the watch is worth that much. It's just sentimental value, you know. What I mean, it's one I had like from a long ass time ago. It's just you know. Whatever. Well, now you can keep it and point to it as your your broken watch for your past. Right. It's my it's my uh, I don't know. Are wignets right? Even twice. Are they even broken clocks? Those people. Oh. Uh, right. not since like 2015. Okay. All right. So they're not even. Bro- Imagine not even being a broken clock. Can't. Can't. We have a we, lot of wignettery to get to tonight. Well, we 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 do we do. But what? Real quick, I just want I just want to say that we'll start off the show by saying um. Paranormies were right again, as usual, about just about everything about COVID. I mean, like more and more every day, 
It just comes out that nobody was as right as, you know, the people these people are all listening to right now. I mean, minus Skull, obviously. Skull was here too for it, and so was Dogbot. So, like, all of us were literally the most correct. Got even Piers Morgan. No, not even Piers Morgan. No, I mean, well, I mean, okay. Anglin was right right up there. You know, Anglin was right on board with us. Uh, with the same take, which which makes some people are like, oh, Anglin was Ang- Anglin agreed with them, so therefore they they can't be right, because eh. fuck Andrew Anglin, like dude, shut up, he was right. We're Anglin all right. never told me to put a pizza box in the oven. I'm just saying, exactly. Anglin never told me to sterilize my groceries, right? He never told me to wear a mask around my family to make them feel comfortable, right? Right. Never told me. Never never told me to do any of that kind of shit. No, Anglin never told me that. Anglin said the same thing I said. It was fake and gay, all of it. Um, and the vaccine was very dangerous, and you shouldn't do it at all, ever. From the very beginning, I'm pretty sure that... Uh, remember when COVID first started, and we were like, uh, you know, this is all extremely fake and gay. And like right off the bat, Israel was like, by the way, we just so happened to have a vaccine ready to go. Remember that? Right. And we were like, oh, good, Israel has a vaccine. Definitely don't take it. Like, nobody take any vaccines. Like, right off the bat, we're like, nobody take any of these vaccines. None. Zero. Well, we called months and months before, you know, that on this side of the world, they were going to just come up with their magical vaccines. Mm-hmm. And pretty much predicted, I don't want to say every step of the way, but before each step, you know, we were there. We had. With, with reasonable predictions of I mean, what we thought would come back. I don't. I don't think you can call it anything other than than predictions other than i mean you might actually call it prognostication <laughs> whoa that's a big word all right and this is where the wig now stop listening right and they're like oh. just get mad and punch a hole in the drywall oh good Did we get rid of the wig with a big word um no they're these people read books they're smart wig are smart they read books have you ever read nietzsche in the original german well they read they have the they have the book read to them by their book reader the right, app, right, app, right 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 by the book reader app Right. By the way, is that is that going to be the the new meme to piss off all the the wingnuts slash bugnats? Is Andrew Anglin never told me? That's right. Andrew Anglin never told me to put my pizza box in the oven. <laughs> I, you know what, dude? I put my pizza in the oven, but I don't put the box in the oven. That's just retarded. That's stupid. That's yeah, really stupid. Oh put man, my pizza in the oven in the brick oven that I have in my outdoor kitchen. Even if I have leftover pizza, even if the pizza guy brings the pizza, or if I go pick it up, like God forbid you go out of the house to pick up a pizza, right? But if you go, because all the best pizza joints don't deliver. You know that. You guys do know that, right? Yes. Yeah. You got to go get the best pizza joints. Like, nah, 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 nah. You want this? You come here. But um, yeah. If you say, if God forbid, you got to go out and get a pizza, and it's like more than twenty minutes away, and it gets cold, right? You gotta, you gotta put it in the oven, right? But you don't put the box in the oven. You no, fucking you take it out. You put it on. Put it if you have a circular tray, which you should, or a pizza. Put stone. it on that, or a pizza stone, hmm. and put that in the oven. Sorry about that, guys. About what? What happened? Oh, you okay? Nothing. All right. Yeah, I disconnected for like three minutes. Oh, nobody had nobody had any idea. We just thought you were just listening, Hudson. Oh, that's good to know. All My right. presence is felt. No, I mean, I mean, it, it, I did feel a disturbance. And, okay, good. That's all I need to know. Yeah, Thank but that you. might have been that might have just been the pizza you ate earlier. Ooh. I didn't actually. My whole family got pizza, and I sat there with my dinner. What did you eat? Uh, I had no, I chicken breast. Mm-hmm. I had chicken breast, uh, carrots sliced, and uh, what's the word? Sautéed green peppers 
and some rice and potato. Nice. So he's eating like hospital food and his family's eating pizza. I don't know. Man, dude. I'm, down, I'm down low. I want to see those abs before Thanksgiving before okay. I ruin them. Okay. Okay. That's cool. I mean, for like two weeks. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know. Abs are extremely overrated, but anyway. Oh, they they are. They are. But I'd yeah. like to get to a good point and just keep up eating healthy. If I oh, eat for one sure. piece of pizza, I'm going to want to eat more. Uh, they got delivery. I thought you went and picked it up. You didn't, it was delivery? Well, no, it's a delivery place. It's not It's not one of those that's oh. like, no, 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 come pick it up. Oh, it's a delivery place. Oh, I mean, a delivery, you know, some delivery pizza is pretty good. There's still good delivery pizza, but your best pizza is always, you got to go get it. Like, yeah. Frank Pepe's, you, they don't deliver. You know what I mean? So that is literally the best pizza on earth. Frank no, Pepe's. But Malnati's will ship. Uh, yeah. Or you can get your, do like I did and get your cousin to go pick one up and FedEx it same day to you. <laughs> that's that's true. I've done that before with my best friend uh, growing up. Really? You guys FedEx pizzas? Yeah. One time we, we had his dad uh, call their cousin and have him go send some. Uh, it was like a Saturday morning and it got there Saturday night. <laughs> nice. This was a Thursday. My cousin went and they opened at noon. He had a large clam and garlic pizza and packed it up and took it to uh took it to FedEx and shipped it. I got it later that afternoon. It was like four and a half hours or five and a half hours or something like that. Threw nice. it in the oven. I didn't put you know what I didn't do? I didn't put it in the oven in the box. You know, because I wasn't you, worried. You didn't sanitize it first? I didn't sanitize it. I don't sanitize anything. I don't. I'm like this is one of the things I agree with George Carlin on. And it's like, he's like I have an immune. One of the things before he turned into a completely anti-white piece of garbage. Uh, back when he was actually kind of funny, he used to say things like, "Oh, everybody with the hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer. You gotta sanitize. Watch out, there's germs. That's what your body has an immune system for. Like take care of." It. He's like, "I'll lick the floor in Calcutta." I'm like, "I won't go that far." But yeah. like, first of all, I'm not going to Calcutta. There are Indian people there. I don't want to know what George Carlin was doing in Calcutta. I don't. I'm, I think it was just part of the bit, but you know, um, I don't think he went either. Mostly because there are Indian people there. Nobody wants to do that, right? Yeah. Um. Anyways, welcome to the Nationalist Inquirer, everybody. Who's we're live on Pilled, D Live, and Odyssey. Hi, everybody. Uh, my Pilled won't open up, so I have the new. I had to do the new laptop, so all my all my stuff is gone. I'm trying to open it right now, and it's the, it's like not remembering my password. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, somebody else was having an issue with that. They had to uh, create a new email address specifically to create a new Pilled account. So mm-hmm. if any of the devs are listening right now, I don't know if there's an issue, but right. Um, man. Uh, Yes, thank you, Negative Zero, for the shades, and thank you, the live stream background is pretty awesome. Yes, uh, I wish I could see it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is, the Halloween one. I do, I do, I do, I do. Let me see if that was it. Invalid username, email, or password. Hold on a second, what? This thing. Uh, Does my mic sound okay, guys? It's getting better. It's getting better. You're figuring it out. It's not like a microphone yet. It sounds less like it sounds less like your. It sounds less like your, your computer. And uh, I'm coming through the other side. 
So you're coming through the other dungeon cell? Yeah, I, did. I walked away from the light. I was like, nah. Mm. You walked away from the... Yeah, don't, don't, don't go to the light. Don't go to the light. Good Lord. Well, while Johnny's figuring that out, yes. thank you guys for joining us on Pilled D-Live and Odyssey. Uh, in the chat right now, we got uh, J-Man, Negative Zero. Thank you again, Negative Zero. Uh, Arya Grognak, Vril Donahue um, over at D-Live. My D-Live actually won't open. So to everybody joining us over there, thank you. And Odyssey, we can't figure you out. So We're devs. trying. We have tried. If anybody knows how to do the Odyssey thing. Please, because it's not like I'm a tech boomer and, and Odyssey is just weird. Right. Right. In my opinion. But thank you all, whoever is on Odyssey, for joining us this evening. Um, right now, I hope you all are seeing this on the uh, brand new redesigned and now re-redesigned <laughs> paranormies.com. Uh, on our homepage, if you go there, you can check out our uh, four October topics. Um, three of them are unreleased. One of them is, that was our episode 72, Gnome Gnosis, where Johnny Hudson and I delved into uh, gnomes, hidden folk, fey folk, whatever you want to call them, uh, all sorts of topics. Um the next one will be out this weekend. What do you say, Johnny? Give a little preview. Um, this weekend's one is it's one of those ones you're not going to like, guys. A lot of you people are going to be like, oh, no, did you guys do a really disturbing topic again? Yes, we did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, dude, it's, it's, it's Halloween. It's the, oh, I got logged in. Hey. There we go. I'm going to go find, now I got to find the chat. Okay. Anyway, um. Oh, wow. They really did change this up a lot. I can't even find... Where's, where's favorites now? They moved everything. Good Lord. Um, I don't think favorites are on there right now. I don't see favorites at all. No. So I can't just like click on my favorites and there we go. There we are. It's the... Oh, I got logged in. Hey! Oh, there no, we go. It's, it's got to be muted. Um, it's not muted because it's the new computer. Okay, everything's muted now. All right. Man, yeah, it is cool. The new pilled. Yeah, I like it. Set up. Hell yeah, man. This is it very, is very nice. clean. It is very clean. Um, and then of course we have this weekend's show. Uh well, I mean, if you guys are watching right now, you can see it. It's the uh the the drinkers of life. Hmm. What's that all about? That artwork is dope though. It is pretty freaking cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, drop by this weekend. It will be up paranormies.com. Uh, you'll see it on the homepage. It will open up and unlock, but you'll be able to listen to The Drinkers of Life. That one was uh, just me and Johnny. Yeah, we, uh, Grognak's computer didn't make it. So it was it was a cozy lineup for a incredibly revolting and uncomfortable topic. Yeah, not cozy at all. No, no, Johnny. Did I tell you it took me about an hour and a half? to get to sleep that night and even then i actually had horrible dreams i didn't even take melatonin or anything oh no yeah that, that i didn't pray enough yeah it's a disturbing one well last year we did satanic ritual abuse during the month of spooptober so we had to do another another disturbing one to get to get everybody all heebie-jeebie up but again, it's October, so you have to do yeah. that. Yeah, we're not, we're not trying to make this a series or even a yearly, like, annual thing, but... It just seems that it works out that way. Yeah. 
though. And trust me, we don't make light of the topic, but we did run off topic a few times every like 10 minutes or so just to kind of give you a break. Yeah, that's done on purpose. That's right. Yeah. All right. So, yep. Everybody go check that out this weekend. But for now, we are back to the Nationalist Inquirer. Yes. So getting back to the Nationalist Inquirer, we have some news going on. Hold on a second. What is... Uh, there it is. There it is. So a lot of a lot of people were mad. A lot of people were mad that uh, Matt Walsh didn't name the Jew. You guys saw that? Remember that last week? Yep. Matt Walsh. That. Some little brown autiste got up there and was like, "So Matt, so the tranny stuff. You know, it's uh, every time you see it, it's uh, it's uh, it's the same Berg sign wits, man. You know." And he's like, "Yeah, the Jews." Are you yeah, saying, yeah. like, he, he didn't even ask him a question, like, really. And, and so Matt, like, had to paraphrase what this stuttering retard said. Yeah, he was just like, so you're asking what I'm going to do about the Jews? Or, am I going to do something about the or Jews? Or that's what, yeah, yeah. yeah. Am yeah, I going to do something like, about the Jews? Jews? No. Like, that's like, what is he going to, yeah. Like, it, you put the guy in that position at a, was it a college Fucking Q and A. It looked like a college Q and A. Yeah, it was a college Q and A, and you want him to like denounce his boss. Like his boss is Ezra Levant. Everybody knows he works for Rebel Media. Like you know what I mean? We know. We know. Yeah. We and know. like they want him. I mean, Matt Walsh. Say what you want, but he gets things done. Dude, like he's he's gotten more done for the I guess you call it the tranny awareness movement, if you want to call it that. Um. And getting things done, getting getting shit shut down, more than anybody, anybody. People were talking about that Vanderbilt thing, right? That uh, in Tennessee. Oh man, you know Vanderbilt. Uh, they're, they're stopping doing that thing that they said they weren't doing in the first place, right? Yeah. Uh, that whole thing wouldn't even be taking place had Matt Walsh not made the documentary "What Is a Woman." You know, right. And never would have happened. You know what? Matt Walsh might be a cuck on the JQ and he did not. He may not have, you know, said, oh, yeah, yeah, we should do something about these Jews that are running the trans agenda. Like, what did you want him to do? Whip out his copy of um, uh, what was the globalist, play- uh, the the open society playbook? You know, you think he's got a signed copy of, of the open society playbook like we do? No, he doesn't. And see, this is the this is the thing too about Matt Walsh because we can we can purity spiral all day long that he doesn't talk about Jews or anything like that. Well, he's a the cuck. Guys, he's a cuck, Reinhardt. He's a cuck. The guy's at least not. Power. He's at least not grifting. I don't. Bro, I don't see him as about? a grift. Makes, I don't see him as a grift. I don't either. either. I don't either. He's not. Selling, I mean, he, he's, he's his strategy anything. is obviously working. You know, he's yeah. not getting like shut down on every single platform. He's getting like airtime. And if it means that he doesn't name the Jew, but he gets to keep doing all that, then I I don't see him as a (laughs) cuck. Like, look, everybody has their lane. Exactly. His lane is exactly like, why can't we all just do our thing? His lane is the tranny lane. You know what I mean? Or whatever it is that he's decided he's, he's decided to, he's decided to the, his point of no return. His, his last straw is the tranny thing. You well, know. he's gonna have to fight Dogbot for the title of Tranny Guy. I mean, whatever. he's he's the normie Tranny Guy. There we go. Right, right. Well, and and 
that's okay. Like you said, everybody has their lane. And to be honest, we have to be okay with that. I think that's something we've been very clear about over the past few years, especially. Bingo. Because we're not going to get everybody screaming, you know, uh, GTK, 1488, Read Siege. Yeah, Matt Walsh didn't didn't suggest reading Siege, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, I I doubt that, and I, I hate to even use this example, honestly, but like, I doubt that everyone who is happy with the national socialist regime knew all the finer details about it. You know what I mean? It's I don't like think if most can, if you can Germans just knew create a culture. Yeah. Whether you explicitly talk about it or not, I mean, creating a culture that is just inherently, you know, uh, counter Semitic, if you will, mm. um, it should be the goal. You know, like, and and that's what he's doing with his actions. Sure. Well, and he's doing it in a way. He's doing it in a way that makes them expose themselves, which they exactly, yeah, which is the smart move. Is a much smarter move. You know, and of course he's going to say things like, you know, and now he's got to do the thing where he doubles down and is like, "You guys made me say I have, I, I, I have to say this now. I love Jews." You know, he has to do. You know, what I mean, he has to yeah. do that. He has to double down and be like, Judeo-Christianity is the American way. Like, he has to double down now. You see what you people made him do? Like, <laughs> no, seriously, these idiots, yeah. they, they think that they somehow, these people that think that somehow they're going to take power, by the way, also. That's that's one of my favorite things. When we take power. 10% of the vote. 10% of the vote. I don't know. I don't know. Have you ever, do, do you think the ShamWow guys could have gotten 10% of the vote? They were in LLC. Oh, you mean the the slap chop dude? Was the slap chop, yeah. Well, slap chop guy died of. Uh, did he die? No, he didn't die. He bit a hooker, right? Yeah, he he bit a ho- he bit a hooker. He was full on like striker coked out. I honestly think <laughs> Billy Mays could have become president of the United States. If Billy, you know what, dude? Billy Mays was beloved enough. He was probably he could have been the Antichrist. I don't know about the president. Billy Billy Mays died, and speaking of the Antichrist, the- sorry, go ahead, Reinhardt. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. I was about. I was gonna say Billy Mays died, and all you get is Mike Liddell, Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell. <laughs> you left us too soon, Billy. What do you guys make of the theory that Mr. Beast is the Antichrist? About the same as Prince Andrew being the Antichrist? <laughs> no, but think about. No, Prince Andrew doesn't make any sense. Mr. Beast. Think about it. Mr. Beast is beloved and works miracles. What about Mr. Clean? I'm being serious for like two seconds. Okay, okay. Do you even know um, who Mr. Beast is? No. Okay. He's a guy who goes, he's a YouTuber who goes around and like changes people's lives with money and stuff because he's got like, he's connected yeah. with something. Yeah. Okay. And, I think and, I do know who you're And he's like, about. he's like given homeless people houses. He's bought people like, he's given away, I don't know how many houses and cars. And he does like these unboxing videos where he gives the stuff away. He's like, I bought a, a surprise box from a hundred dollars to a hundred thousand dollars and i'm giving them all away like you know and like that's what he does and like everybody loves him kids love him he's got like he's got probably as many subscribers as pewdiepie he's over 100 million as of this summer i remember seeing that right wow right and there's a theory out there that mr beast is the antichrist like the the, it he fits a lot of this, the like the beloved and the, the you know and all the other stuff. There's a bunch well, of like, things, but isn't the name Mister Beast a little on the nose? Then I mean, a little bit, right? You don't think that, but they, also you don't think they do these things. I don't know. No, they do. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he can't take power through normal means. Hmm. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't, I, I, no, nobody knows. Reinhardt, is, nobody knows. This is see. This is where Reinhardt gets really uncomfortable because he no. wants to like launch into one of his things, but he can't. No, so. no, no, no. I was, I was mm. gonna say, if if we had a YouTuber become the head of the Beast Empire, that would be incredibly succinct for this gay society. Yeah, I mean, there's a gay comedian <laughs> who's the president of the Ukraine. Why would right? Why wouldn't it be though, Reinhardt? That's I'm I, I'm saying, not so being like, serious. I'm actually saying like that would that would be pretty. It would pretty perfect. It would be pretty apropos, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. It would, be, it would be very apropos for this freaking gay, hollowed out, you know, corpse of a shopping mall, right? I mean, I mean, I'd rather have him than Lizzo. I think <laughs> Lizzo, yeah. Lizzo. What? No, it couldn't be Lizzo. Lizzo yeah. would be an ambassador. It, probably but what i'm saying though like i don't know i haven't i haven't actually watched the the video on it it's in my i'll find it yeah say, send it to me i'm but, interested i mean I'd yeah like i was, I was like that's a good dude he could just be just a really good guy but maybe he's being set up to do something i don't know dude true I don't know. He might not even know he, what he's doing he could be a genuinely good dude he could be the antichrist he could be the next mass shooter or the i mean next the you first have, next. Mass you have to have a first mean? to have a next. I'm saying I'm saying mass shooter in the term that we all know it is. Oh, you mean black people in Chicago? I was gonna say CIA plant, but oh well, that's not a mass shooter. They don't actually do any shootings usually. You know? They're just actors. Yeah, they're just actors, bro. It's the same thing. What's the bit I'm doing? Okay, never mind. Chicago's actual real shooters. Anyways, that was the bit. Okay, so. People are mad at Matt Walsh. Let's get back to this. People are mad at Matt Walsh because he won't name the Jew. But, like, what was it, like two days later? Kanye goes absolutely apeshit and names all the Jews. Like, <laughs> not really. He just them. heavily implied. He just heavily implied it. Because what um, what was Elon's thing? Who controls the media? And Yeah, it was who, who controls the media, who controls Hollywood, whatever. Now that's an implication, but mm. I mean, going DeathCon three on the Jews is right. Hold on, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Oh, it sorry. was, it was, it was who created cancel culture. Yeah, that was it. And it went ape shit. Like, I mean, uh, Puffy messaged him, and I, I thought Puffy was dead, like, or at least like retired to whatever island they retire to. But Puffy messaged him. He's like, "Yo, bro." You know, you can't be talking like this, man. I don't remember. Puffy's a lot gayer than that, but um, he. That's when that's when Kanye went all death con three. He's going to go death con three on them Jews. Do you have that tweet pulled up? Uh, I can find it. Yeah, pull that tweet up real quick. That's that's freaking hilarious. He's going to go death con three. Death. Con, not death con. Pretty badass. Yes, not defense condition three, but death, as in like dead. <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, they may have they may have taken it down. Well, somebody had to have a picture of it. Oh man. Oh, hey, here it is. There it is. Right. You got it. Yeah, I'm I'm pulling it up right now. All right, put it in the uh, what do you call it? Too? Put it in the prep chat so I can look at it. Okay. Well, let me pull it up on the stream for everybody first. All right. But yeah, Kanye went and he named says, the Jew. Oh, you got it? Yes. Kanye went and named the Jew and, and you know, and then Wignats lost their mind the other way. No, 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 name the Jew. Not him. Not him. 
He's black. Do it right. He's black. Does it count when he does it? No, yeah, he's his... just a retarded black man who's everybody's. This is just promoting the worship of blacks. Is all this is doing? Listen, the only way that anybody can properly name the Jew is as if is if political LLCs are the ones that are doing the naming of the Jew. Shut all the way the fuck up. These people like we, are so addicted to fucking losing. Yeah, they really are, man. They are. Like, I've never it, in my life seen a, a group of people who are so addicted to fucking losing. Like, like I mean, it's it's strange because, mm-hmm. like, I know that there's dudes involved with TRS that are, like, good guys that are smart. And it's like, it must suck to just sit there and just watch this, like, losing strategy unfold before your eyes over and over and over. Yeah. Meanwhile, just keep giving them money. It's like Haiti. You know, it's like Haiti. You know, it's, you know, you keep giving Haiti money, and every year you come back, it's the same shithole. You know, it's funny. We, we're we sitting here. We're able to sit here and know from the very beginning throughout this entire thing that it's all theater. Mm-hmm. Okay. So one way or another, we just get back to, we just get to sit, sit back and watch normies see their heroes talk about Jews and then a few of them will actually go and look into things. Yeah. Dude. And we don't. That's a good thing. Absolutely. And, yeah. and Kanye, we consider that a good thing. Kanye has done more for raising the JQ awareness in the past week than TRS has in the past 10 years. Uh, uh, like for real. Like that's not. And that's, I mean, to paraphrase Typhus or whoever, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I stole it, but I'm not the only one. You know, that's this. I mean, it's God's honest truth, though. You didn't say anything everybody wasn't already thinking. Like screen, dude. I'm in, you know, like us screaming. Jews will not replace us at Charlottesville. Yeah, influence less people to look up the Jews than Kanye talking about going DeathCon three. He said the funny thing is, uh, the funny thing is, I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jew also. Yeah, <laughs> he went. Then he went. Yeah, I know. But then you know, he, he, black he, Hebrew, he still he went BHI on on them. Which I still think is hilarious. I See, think that's the being, thing is we we know it's theater. We can laugh at this, yes. but also be happy that normies are actually going to go look at this right. stuff. Dude, black Hebrew. First of all, black Hebrew Israelites are my favorite racists that aren't white. Oh, they are. Yeah. They are awesome. My favorite non-white racist is the black Hebrew Israelite. And then Mexican. The Holocaust the was a joke. And then, oh, the ho- yeah. The Holocaust is a joke. Don't say that. The Holocaust is a joke. Don't say that. I love One of the video. funniest videos I've ever seen. Yeah, absolutely. And it's always funny, no matter what. No matter what. It's always funny, I'm, but yeah, I'm just sad that they gave the uh, the BHI such the short end of the stick on January sixth. Like they came in at the end. Yeah, well, January, yeah, but it's their fault. Well, it's not their fault, but it's, it's uh, it, it is their fault that uh, Nick Sandman got a shitload of money. Right. Yeah. By the way, uh, by the way, based nerd uh, came in with a with a good one earlier. He said that uh, Yeezy, you know, R.I.P. Yeezy. Yeah, t- it was taken too soon with two bee stings to the back of the neck. Oh, oh, you know what? I gotta put that in the stack. Yeah, somehow that, somehow that made it, like, slip through my fingers. Oh yeah, dude, that the the head of the Nord Stream, uh, yeah. investigation died investigation. with two bee stings yeah. to the back of the neck. Literally two bee stings. That's the new one. That's the new one. He, he got two bee stings to the back of the neck. Yeah, just just <laughs> real quick for everybody. Eric Olson, he was the lead investigator for the Nord Stream pipeline. Yes. Attack quote attack. Uh, 
tweet, which is in another language, so I'm not even going to bother posting it. I think it's a Dutch. Olsen found at home, beasting, cause of death, cremated within hours. Which is just what you do, you know? That's when normal. A gas shortage and like, yeah, okay. Yeah, this is. See, and that kind of makes me wish Kanye was literate. Uh, that, I don't understand that kind of that kind of stuff, there, buddy. I mean, honestly, he clearly can read. Like, it's it's part of the theater. It's part of the style. No, I know he's he's yes he's black and yeah, but like not every I don't know whatever, not every black. <sighs> it's the vulgar racism read. stuff. I mean, like yeah. you, you no, you're right. I get it. Like I get it. Like they're not like I don't know. I, I can't put people like Jesse Lee Peterson and Tommy Sotomayor in, and even even Kanye. Like if you listen to the guy speak when he does interviews where he's not trying to troll or be an idiot, because like that's probably a lot of it. He's actually pretty intelligent, unfortunately. Like people are like that can't yeah, happen. He's actually very well spoken. Yeah, he's, yeah, not, he's, he's, he's a better a speaker than Obama. Guy. Anybody who anybody who goes with that Obama was a great orator is fucking lying. Shut up. Let's be very clear. Yeah, oh, that was good. What's happening on Twitter? This map shows what indigenous land you're sitting on right now. Oh, God. Hell yeah. Yes. Another app to make you feel bad about yourself. Ooh, I want to see this. Anyway. Anyway, I think we should just see this Kanye thing as a win all around. Take it as a win, dude. Like, like, dude, seriously, fuck. Take a win. Anything else is like jealousy, in my opinion. And jealousy is like one of the cuckiest things that Mm -hmm. you can do. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Like, this Absolutely. is a win. People are going to see this shit. They're going to go a little deeper. Some of those people are going to go a little deeper. You know, it's going to eventually bring more people. Well, what what I think this does. The right state of mind. Well, honestly, what I think this does, and I, I have uh, a new black friend at work, which is, oh, no, Johnny has another black friend. But um, <laughs> I always have black friends. The racist, the racist guys always make the most black friends because... Wow, fake white nationalist confirmed. Fake well, white nationalist confirmed. But uh, anyway, we were talking about it today. We were talking about Kanye, and he's like, and I, Reinhardt, I told you like right off the bat, like I was like, well, you know, the music industry is controlled. He's what by the Jews? Yeah, of course, it's controlled by the Jews. The whole entertainment industry is controlled by the Jews. Everybody should know that. He said everybody should know that. I was like, wow. All right, I like it. I like it. I like this guy. I like this guy. So, um. Yeah, so he knows. I mean, like, but I think that for Kanye to do that and and for um, people like Tommy Sotomayor to come out and, like, just harangue blacks about, like, remember when that, that video that somebody posted in the chat earlier today uh, where he was just going off on Nick Cannon for, like, bending yeah. down and, oh, oh, I'm going to go sit and listen to a rabbi. Okay, okay, okay. And then he was like, has a white man ever taken your black ass to church and forced you you personally, you know, to, to sit there and listen to him talk about Christianity. Have you ever taken your, you know, no Jews, only Jews do that. So, yep. but and yeah. And this, you know what, if it raises awareness 1%, that's 1% more. Yeah. If, if millions of people see this tweet and you get thousands that actually go looking and then mm-hmm. hundreds that actually come to start believing and start mm-hmm. pushing it in their daily lives and, and start making who, changes and, and tens who have no more patience, whose patience has run to its limits. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. Then that's good. Yeah. Every event like this, I mean, I, this is obviously good for us. There's going to be some part of the audience that sees that tweet. They're going to be like, wow. And the, and the narrative from the media, too, is also going to be like Kanye, you know, obviously is mentally 
unhinged and has mental problems. I'm already seeing that narrative out there, but there's oh, going to be another part of the population well, that's going to see it and well, look deeper and realize, like, no, he's not crazy. Right. Like, he, the the other thing crazy. is Kanye's already been vanned once, remember? Yeah, he's been like, and he yeah. talked about that in that interview with Tucker. Yeah, about how they took him away because he thought he was crazy. And that's yeah. where a white nationalists or whatever you want to call them, wig nats, whatever you want to call them. Well, this is a nigger. He's just a retarded nigger. Oh, he's a retarded nigger. Oh. Yeah. Meanwhile, those same people want to van you for like thinking white people shouldn't be genocided. So right. Right. Keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, this should be this should be something even if you don't believe this is all theater and things legitimately happen, that that's even more reason that you should be celebrating this more, not standing on some kind of self-obsessed well, no. pity soapbox reinhardt you don't understand the only reason that they're allowing this to take place is it's a steam valve that they're allowing people to do black worship oh, right they're worshiping blacks while they're also allowing the steam valve of this sort of naming but they're gonna call them cra- dude just shut all the yeah, way up that, that we actually stood in the street we stood on a sidewalk on a saturday in front of a courthouse in a small town in the midwest on a Saturday and held signs with maybe 36 of us. Oh, you know, that that's another you know, thing I want to bring we up. We did Johnny. a real thing. This guy didn't do anything. This guy, this retarded black man, if you want to call him that, I don't believe Kanye is retarded, but that's what these people are calling him. Um, raised, did more to raise the awareness of the JQ than the, the amount of, the amount of, oh, we don't have any power. You quick use our power we don't have to cover up this guy. Like, literally. Like Kanye's disappeared. All of his tweets have disappeared. All this stuff's disappeared. I mean, I've got some like honest advice for, you know, anyone trying to run a pro white, you know, serious guy political party. Why wouldn't you just reach out to Kanye West? I mean, if he's really willing to entertain these ideas and you're the preeminent organization in the country, why wouldn't you reach out to the guy with infinitely more reach than you will ever have? And try and work right. on something with him. Why? Because no, dude. Because he wore a, a white guy, lives. Ma- it's like he was wearing white lives or not. He was wearing white lives matter stuff, and it's clearly yeah, just that's what I'm dude, saying. No, like, bro, why? bro. It's just a, dude. Dude, it's literally just some some Jewish overlords in their monkey shines, bro. Okay, well, I mean, you're being fake. I think bro. you're never gonna win. Guy, you know, guy, it's like if you want to win, guy, then guy, then guy, guy, guy. Sorry, guy. Well, and this coming from the guys who bragged and posted just absolutely embarrassing pictures of themselves with conservative talking points and pointing out conservative tweets and statistics to police officers, you would think something as retardedly normie as this, you would jump on. This is crab in a bucket niggas. Like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Crab (laughs) niggas be like... Somebody isolate that. Crab (laughs) niggas be like, you know... Only we can be the ones that name the Jew. Oh, shut up. And that should tell you right then and there, number one, either it's a cult. Number two, you just shouldn't be involved. Those are people that you should not associate with. And I will use their talking points. Just put them out. Just don't talk to them. Yeah. Just block them. Don't have conversations with these people. Oh, yeah, that's right. Nobody should have conversations with us. I right. That, I forgot about that. If yeah, you, that, if, that honestly surprised me a little bit to see that. But it didn't surprise me. Have. Why? No, because they, they got their asses handed to them over over the Devon's That's really deck. always kind of been the MO, too. Well, yeah, they come out with like some some t- sort of tough talk and like they some stolen fucking content from somewhere 
or some parody content where they're making fun of some real content or something, and then they get BTFO over something, and then they're like, oh, uh, well, uh, uh, I guess uh, that's not what we really want to do in the first place, and uh, never mind those guys. They're like, oh, we're going to go... Tr- Dude, remember when they used to shut down comment sections and stuff? Like, shut down oh, yeah. magazine? Yeah. Now they can't. Now they can't even rustle up three guys to troll our comments. And we haven't even we haven't even banned a lot of their like the, like their their stands are like what's that I don't want to say his name give him any error but like their stands are like literally like seventh grade nuh that's where they're <laughs> How at long until they resort to gay porn spam that's where they're at I don't get it man like you think the clearly. earth is flat oh yeah you think the earth is because that's got something to do with the conversation we're having right now um. It has anything? Well, yeah, it does. Because if you think that, then anything else you think is automatically just retarded. Yep. Because how this many one times thing. Have I heard that. That's how. That's how these people are. That's exactly how that's it how is. How Jews work and how cults work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, look, that's the cult of scientism. You know, scientism. You have uh, right. cult of the heliocentricity. That's a cult. Thank you, Jesuits. Very cool. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I know we've got enough guys out there smart enough that still listen to this show that are still in TRS circles. And it's like, guys, like just look at their actions. Look at the way they handle these situations. It, it's not the way someone would handle these situations who actually wants to grow this movement and actually wants to win. And yeah, it's, it, it's not just a one-time thing. It's well, a recurring pattern. Yeah. But like it's when you go from, when you go from being, you know, funny ish talk show to movement, you know, they should have stayed a talk show. They should have just stayed it a was show. Way better. Yeah, they're way better as a show, dude. That's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. It yeah. is honestly, it is. Mm-hmm. But hey, it's unfortunate because like families are involved and kids and stuff, and people's livelihoods have been at stake, and things. You know, people have lost a lot of livelihoods over stuff. People have died. Like people have died over this shit. What was the kid that killed himself? The big, the big redheaded kid that killed himself after Charlottesville. Oh, I can't remember his name. I can't remember, but yeah, I cannot remember his name. But he, he killed himself over this shit. There he got doxed and. It was Eric something, wasn't it? I don't remember. Fuck. I feel bad now. But, you know, all that's... Zach, too. What's that? So I think there's a guy named Zach, too. Oof. Well, and, and, and that, that's the thing is they're, what they're doing is playing with people's lives, ultimately, whether, mm. whether they see it that way or not. Mm. In this system, you are gambling with people's lives, their livelihoods, and when they have families who isn't whoever isn't a drug-addicted, childless person... Uh, going about you know beating Jewish guys on the streets, you're playing with their families, mm-hmm. their kids, and you're acting like this. Yeah, it's just it's that's it's these are just a mark of a very unserious thing. Like all of this stuff is completely unserious and and occult. Agreed. So anyway, and then and then of course then they're like, well, we can't have you know brown people like you know naming the Jew, and then and then along comes Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> And here, let's just do this real quick. I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness, who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism, who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms that are enshrined in our Constitution, who are hostile to people of faith and spirituality, who demonize the police but protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, who believe in open borders, who weaponize the national security state to go after their political opponents, 
and above all, who are dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. Now, I believe in a government that's of the people, by the people, and for the people. Unfortunately, today's Democratic Party does not. Instead, it stands for a government that is of, by, and for the powerful elite. Now, I'm calling on my fellow common sense, independent-minded Democrats to join me in leaving the Democratic Party. If you can no longer stomach the direction that the so-called woke Democratic Party ideologues are taking our country, then I invite you to join me. All right. Fucking based. I mean, she did everything except say Jews. Yeah, she really she, did. And like so, con- therefore, she is a cuck. Right. Right. She's a cuck. Well, whatever. Damn it. She's never she's never going to go all the way. And even if she does, again, we know it's theater. Right. But still, all this is theater. But still. But still. Yeah. No, they were like um, a couple of days ago. Somebody was saying that uh, this was this is totally. Hold on. Where is it? Uh, something about lib, uh, libtards. What did they say? Damn it. Somebody was saying that. uh base coconut milk mommy memes are back and with that i i must agree oh yeah they're definitely the memes the tulsi memes are definitely back unfortunately um hold on where's the and yeah Tulsi's most likely a dude and no don't trust her right right it he it whatever whatever oh, but like they but like you know this whole Tulsi thing, it's like um, the modern people in charge have no idea what they're doing. That's true. It seems that modern people in charge have no idea what they're doing. Do you guys think that? I don't know. Do you believe that? Are we talking in charge as in like actually no, in charge? That, that's no, the, that's the theater is that the people in charge have no idea what they're doing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, somebody said that. I'm trying to find the line where my buddy was talking about this he had a really good take on this Tulsi thing and I can't find it. Oh well, okay. Uh, never mind. Yeah, well sp- speaking in well, she said anti white though, but she said anti white. Okay. Right. So that's the thing. Is like you know, the Wig Nats are gonna love this. Okay, so you have a uh, you have a Democrat coming out saying anti white. Uh you have a Trump supporting black guy saying white lives matter and it's the jews and that's no good and then you have matt walsh who won't name the jew like the wig nuts are like all over the place right but like just think about this dude like 10 years ago the words white or excuse me the words anti-white that was just a phrase only spoken by like people that knew bob whitaker personally yeah it would never have been said by a former congresswoman right like the words anti-white never would have been said you know, but she's saying it now because she's the brown. And again, this is part of the theater, of course. Now you have the brown, and I'm sure that this is what uh, the whole, you know, you guys are just worshiping the blacks because, you know, Kanye did the thing. Um, but she's she's doing the same thing. You know, based coconut milk or mommy is basically naming the Jew. Right? Heavily implied. Rootless cosmopolitans. Did she say that? She said something to that effect. No, she said um, uh, so-called woke Democratic Party ideologues. Elite, elitist cabal of warmongers. 
Yeah. Yes, elitist cabal of warmongers. Yeah, that's probably about as on the nose as you can get without just coming right out and saying it. Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. Yeah. But we have... Yeah, take the wins. You know, only take the wins where you can get yes. them. And to- the Tulsi thing, I don't think the Tulsi thing is a win because I think this is part of <clears throat> part of the whole like restructuring of like the Republican Party to be like more liberal or whatever. Or maybe there's maybe there's going to be a third independent party now. They're going to have all the ones who don't want to be part of the establishment left and the establishment right, and they're all going to form this independent party with Tulsi. Who knows? Who knows? Blackjack and hookers. Yeah, I still see this as kind of, I mean, hopefully, uh, if we're looking at this in a positive way, that this can be a step towards, you know, still creating a culture that recognizes that anti-white racism is a thing that, you know, needs to be stopped and white white genocide is real. And whether, you know, we've got actors out in front of it trying to take control of that or not, it's like a clear indicator that the fire rises, so to speak, Mm. and uh, that I think ultimately will be a good thing for us. I hope so. I mean, I, 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 like further down the line, I mean, it could be 50 years from now, a hundred years from now, whatever. But I think ultimately things are inevitably going to move in our direction. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have to, the United States is a country like no other that has ever been, that's ever existed. You know what I mean? It's literally, it's, I don't know. It's not a country. It's a, it's a union of states, just like a communist block. I mean, I don't know how people don't realize this. So like the United States was a communist project before communism was a communist project. It is a, it is a union of states. What was the Soviet Union? It was the Soviet states, right? Does anybody remember that? Yeah. Like this is so. like we have a union. It's all. It's like a, a big federal Soviet government in charge of all. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, whether, I, I don't know how to show republic. people that any more than like we have been living under a form of communism longer than this. This don't call it communism. They call it and this weird capitalism. It's the brave new world style yeah. communism as mm-hmm. opposed yeah. to 1984 style. Yeah. Communism. Well, and, well, it's got a little bit of both for you know, sure. Well, I mean, there was, I think, a, there was a facade of, um, you know, of this uh, successful um you know, society that was doing well and that would that, that had the had the opportunity to run like this forever, but somehow greed got in the way and it just oh it's just all got taken away and because of greed and money. No, it was all set up to do all this. This was this was a machine. You know those um you know those those uh things which starts off with like a ball bearing and it knocks the thing off and then that goes down over here and it knocks this off and then the mouse trap. The Rube the Goldberg deal. machine. The Rube Goldberg machine, yeah, that's what it is. That's what <laughs> it is. Yeah. The Rube Goldberg machine that is all of this. You know, we we are inside of the world the, the universe's right. largest Rube Goldberg machine. Well and and that's why I think it I don't and very well said, Hudson, what you what you said just a minute ago. I don't think things are going to be moving our way when it comes to political theater. It's never going to move our way. And even if it looks like it does, it's all part of a plan. But because political theater is just that. Yeah. I mean, speaking more like culturally, um, like beyond political theater wise, like people are going to start tuning out of politics, but they're going to have been like uh, awoken to that the fact that or, or given the courage to admit to themselves that you know this anti-white shit is a big deal 
and yeah, you know, that, they're, they're tired of the tranny stuff. And ultimately, that is good for us, despite the political theater nonsense, you know, which I don't even really pay any attention to. It's just like culturally, there's going to be more people that are courageous enough and willing enough to realize like, yeah, fuck all this cancel culture, woke, anti-white bullshit. Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to say was culturally, the people will uh, people will outlast, you know, every part of the plan. They will still continue so at least getting these out, these ideas out into the wider culture, even if they're put out by a famous brown person, don't care. Um, and if it catches tens of people every time it does it, then fine. That's more people that can pass mm-hmm. things down generally, generationally. And they'll it, grow. it takes it's 50 years, 100 years, 200 years, 50 at a time. If it's 10, exactly. 20, 30, 40 at every time, that's more than you'll get if you're not talking to people and not promoting your ideas outside of your clique of people you already know. It's more than you're ever going to get screaming at people like retards on a city block in Columbus on a Saturday. Waukesha. Waukesha, Akron, Columbus, wherever. Dude, the Akron one. Let's just be clear. None of us have a problem with raising awareness to the fact that Daryl Brooks is uh, like an evil murderer. Absolutely. Nobody has any nobody has any problems with any of the raising of awareness of the things that Daryl Brooks did. You know, I mean, nobody nobody's mad at any of that. Uh, The type that type of protesting, that type of, quote, activism is ineffective. Right. We're we're criticizing the strategy. Yeah. The hyper focus and the arrogance, the self focus on doing things like that. Instead of making that only one piece of what you do, a small piece of what you do. Right. Yeah. And it just, it does come across as self-serving as well. It does. Extreme. It does. Extreme. They're, they're, like I said, Matt Walsh does not seem like a grift to me, whether he talks about Jews or not. Matt Walsh isn't selling anything. He's, there's no badges involved with Matt Walsh. Right. No, he doesn't, no no, he doesn't have a chairman's circle. There's no, there's no chairman. It's Matt. It's just Matt. You get Matt for free. You know what yeah, I mean? He might just eat dinner with you. He might. He might. He might open your pickle jar. Did you see that? Did you see at the end of the thing where he's talking to his wife and she, she's like, "So what is a woman?" And or what you know? And she's like, "Well, somebody who can't open a pickle." I forgot what it was, but they made <laughs> somebody made an edit of it where Matt couldn't open the pickle jar. That's funny. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was the was cringiest fucking thing I've ever seen. It was like no, I mean the no, I mean the actual thing. Like oh, the content. Yeah, the content yeah, was I like yeah, where you couldn't door. actually get it. Like or, like because there has been times when like you'll get something out of the cabinet and you know and you're like all right, let me get this. Oh my god, what the hell? Why like, can't I get this stupid thing? And you're like, normally I'm not a weak person, right? And you you got to go running under the hot water or tap it with the fork for you know the side of a knife, and then you gotta I find do it really quickly before your wife comes downstairs. Right, right. She can't see you struggling with the thing. Right, you got a quick ting 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 with the butter knife, right? And then and it pops it or whatever, right? But yeah, occasionally that happens. But no, um, usually guys open jars. That's that's the difference. We open jars. You do be opening jars mm-hmm. and change tires. Jews, Jews gaslight you into blaming somebody for locking the jar too tight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the Soylent opener? Oh God! <laughs> have you ever? I've I've never even I've actually never seen a bottle of Soylent. Oh, it's sold at every grocery store in the uh, like the half-ass fitness and diet area. 
I'm sure it is. I, I just I've never seen it. I'm sure. Oh, dude, it's I'm always sure. it's the same as Beyond Meat. It's always fully stocked. Everything else is is oh, like yeah. half stocked yeah. or gone. But the Soylent is always fully stocked. I th- I thought about going to my local Publix and just marking a couple just discreetly with a sharpie. There. Yeah, mm-hmm, just to see. That's funny. Like mark the back ones too. So you know, grocery stores they'll take the ones from the back, put them up front sometimes. Sure. Don't nobody want that shit. Nobody want that. Nah, ain't nobody got time for that. All right, one more thing on the uh, on the on the Kanye thing. Yeah. Before we move on, he got suspended from Twitter and Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you know that's the whole thing about uh, the Jews that don't have any power is they show how little power they have by flexing their power to get you silenced completely from talking about their power. Now, didn't didn't Musk say, uh, oh, here it is. Yeah. The step by Twitter to lock the performer's account was noteworthy because billionaire Elon Musk, who has said he would buy Twitter and calls himself a free speech absolutist, had welcomed West's return to the platform. Mm. Replied to a post by the rapper tweeting, welcome back to Twitter. So this interplay is just, it's interesting theater. It is. I mean, it's very interesting theater because like we're actually paying attention. <laughs> We never yeah, pay right. attention to the theater, dude. No, I really never do. But this has, but this has got attention. everything, dude. This has got Lone Scum. It's got Yeezy. It's got Coconut Milk or Mommy. It's got everything that these alt-right nerds and wignats like, are all about, you know? Oh, I didn't know this. Wait, he was... Oh, that's why uh, Kanye was suspended from Instagram earlier this year? Why? He, di- he directed racial slurs at Trevor Noah. What did he say about him? I don't know. I mean, South, South American hybrid Jew. I mean, I mean, or South African. South African hybrid Jew. Yeah. Fucking worst. He's like at first I tried to like him, but then I realized he's he's like the um he's really really uh really subversive. You know what I mean? Yeah, Cause, cause Trevor Noah, if you're listening, I'll fucking fight you, bro. Meet me in motherfucking <laughs> Chili's, bitch. In Minecraft? No, at your house. IRL. No, at your house. Your life. Life. Yeah. Sam Hyde shit. I'm just kidding. Yeah, in Minecraft, of course, Mine. guys. Absolutely in Minecraft. At his house in Minecraft. At his, at his yes. Mi- yes, in your Minecraft house, in my server. All right. <laughs> I made you a house in my server. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> What do we got for break song? Survival what do we got for break song this week? Oh, Hudson, were you able to get one? Uh, let me see. Oh no, you guys, are, nobody has a break song. I'll find one. This is what happens when Dog Butt is not on the show. <laughs> we had one, but you made a good point. We had I, too much metal. I, I, I did make a good point, and, and now you can never have too much metal. But we have been playing a lot of metal recently, and I know everybody likes it, but. We already recorded one for this weekend, and that's got a really badass song in it too. So we can only have fall though. Fall is really good for metal, isn't it? It it is. What I mean, well, so is spring, summer, and winter. Yeah, there's like a black metal crisp in the air, right? Yeah. Again, I'm not a big black metal fan. We've talked about this. I'm not a huge. Is it a link? I'm not sure if it'll work. Where'd you put it? Ah, uh, it's Spotify. I don't have Spotify. We'll see if you can find it on YouTube. Okay, I got I got a YouTube link. Hold on. There we go. So we're gonna have we're gonna have uh whatever Hudson 
I just picked something like real quick off my playlist. Uh, I think it's cool though. Okay. What is it? It's called Tech by Monty and Visages. It's like some kind of like acid drum and bass slash like half tempo drum and bass. You'll see. Oh boy. Dogbot is happy somewhere. All right. We'll I don't know if this is style. We'll find out because oh. I'm curious too. Okay. Well, we'll listen to this and we'll be back.
All right. We are back, everybody. Welcome back to the Nationalist Inquirer. Um, that was a short song. <laughs> all right. Hudson, Reinhardt, Grognak, we're all back. Yes, right? indeed. All right, cool. Yep. All right. Well, enough of, enough of that about Kanye and Tulsi and Matt Walsh. Just take a win. That's all we got to say. All right, moving on. We have some actual news. Uh, there was... Oh, that's... No, that's... That was a vampire. I still had the... I still had one of those tabs open, Reinhardt. Oof. Um, do you guys know? All right, so uh, do the FBI thing. Pull that up. Oh, the FBI thing? Yeah. Uh... Got it. See, so the FBI issued a statement saying they have a zero tolerance policy towards sexual harassment. Well, a whistleblower stated that 665 FBI personnel have resigned or retired to avoid accountability in misconduct probes. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Shocking. Yeah. Um, the Justice Department launched the review of the FBI's disciplinary database in 2020 following an investigation into sexual misconduct allegations involving at least six senior FBI officials. 665 employees, including 45 senior-level officials, resigned or retired between 2004 and 2020 following a misconduct probe, but before a final disciplinary letter could be issued, according to a letter this week from Grassley to FBI Director for Christopher Wray and Attorney General Merrick Garland. Oh, um, God. God. <laughs> Merrick Garland is like the Jewiest of all of Biden's he's Jews. All, yeah, he's terrible. Merrick. But it's just funny. I mean, the FBI, who uh, last year in July, I believe, or no, it was during June, Pride Month, they said that they had achieved 50% LGBT. 50%. How, how does that? So. God bless America. Right. 8% of the country is gay, but 50% of the FBI is. I pledge allegiance to the fags right, of the United States of America. I oh, so I mean, technically, the FBI could be one hundred percent, depending on how you look at it. I know. Well, they're no, they're 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 fifty percent LGBTQ uh, plus, but they're one hundred percent gay. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that's yeah. There's that. So I mean, you know, and you have furries in intelligence agencies. You have furries in the special forces. You have the, this. It's amazing. I mean, we're just fucked. It's just fucked. It's just amazing how bad, how, I mean, like, how bad can it get? You know? How bad can it get? Uh, much worse. Mm, much worse? You think much worse? I think much worse, yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, hang on tight, because it's, it's going to get bumpy. Um, this is, yeah, this is just silly. I thought it was a bigger, I thought this was a better article than just a sexual misconduct thing. Well, it's not clear how many of those cases involve sexual misconduct. Yeah, but like that's 600. how you know. That's how you know all of them, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's six hundred and sixty-three of them at least. You know, right? At least. So, you know how many of them involved? You know, an FBI 
mm-hmm. agent going into a little girl's room and sniffing panties. Oh my god! Oh my god! Right. I mean, uh, is that what they said they were doing? There's a no, video that, of that. Yeah, it was from what two, three years ago. I believe so. This is a video. Yeah, was, oh, of sniffing. Yeah, in, in somebody's house, sniffing little kid, little girls' panties or something. Yeah, yep, like I got like fully caught red-handed girl. on. Yeah, I got fully caught red-handed on a uh, baby cam. Right, FBI. Yeah, agent or DHS was it DHS or FBI? It was FBI, I believe. He did it once, and then he went out of the room and then made another trip back to the room to do it again. Like, that is a straight-up pervert. Oh, yeah. Like, a straight-up sexual deviant. That is some stuff that I've never even considered doing in my life ever, not once, let alone doing it a, a second time. I've never considered doing that to a grown woman's panties. Yeah, I am not yeah, a big fan. Yeah, let's make that distinction. I'm not a big fan of smelling underwear in general. Like, yeah, that's no, it's strange. Like, why did you? I made the mistake one time when I was in high school. I grabbed because we, we all wore, wore uniforms, right, in gym class, whatever. And I grabbed what was mine, what I thought was mine. And I had dirty pair and a clean pair, and I thought were mine. And I was like, these are the clean ones. I didn't, and there were somebody else's. And I sniffed oh, somebody God. else's. Underwear. <laughs> I was in like seventh grade. I sniffed somebody else's underwear. And for the rest of my life, I, I vowed to never sniff another pair of underwear as long as I lived. I don't care whose underwear they are. That soundbite is going to make it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Somewhere. On Telegram. Somebody's going to say that. That's right. Yeah. So <laughs> I vowed. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it again. I know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it again. Like, yeah, I might, I might edit that out, but I probably won't. <laughs> you um, do editing. I do sometimes, you know, when it's really bad, but yeah, I don't I don't understand these FBI how how these people these sexual deviants get in these positions of power and authority, you know, and these offices. Oh, and, oh it's the you mean the Benai Brith, the ADL of the Benai Brith that runs the FBI. Yeah, I can see how these people get there now. Never mind, I changed Come my on. mind. <laughs> Ridiculous. You answered your own question. I did. I did answer my own question. I love when that happens. Well, do we want to stay on the subject of perverts for a minute? Sure. Let's stay on the subject of perverts. <laughs> Serial jogger rapist. Yes. Not jogger ghost, but jogger rapist. Yeah, I, I got excited for a second. I thought it was going to be jogger ghost. No, it's just jogger rapist. This guy this guy looks like um, a procedural crime drama rapist character. I mean, he looks he, like he looks like a rapist, dude. This guy he looks, looks like Bruce Willis after he sold his digital likeness. So is it that bald guy in the picture? Yeah, it's the bald guy. Oh, it looks kind of reptilian. I don't know. He's got some weird. I don't know. I don't, I don't like size. his blonde eyebrows. Look at the size, like the top part, how flat it is across the top of his head. Yeah, yeah that is weird. Yeah. We need that phrenology book. Mm-hmm. Yes, give me your skull, you old Yakubian ape. I must study you for science. I mean, <laughs> he's got like the mouse, like rat kind of eyes. He does, but I think it's because his brow ridge is actually like a cyclist helmet. Like, oof. Oh. Like, he's got a cyclist, you say? I mean, yeah, he's almost as ugly as McNabb. Those ears are way too aerodynamic, though. Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm just saying, but like, that's, yeah, but he's got, he's got like, the guy's got a brow ridge you could stand on. But then he has the tiniest rat eyes and that little weird little indented mouth. 
Yeah. So just, he's, just, he's just a creepy looking dude. And like, I don't know, rapists in general, just that whole, the whole concept of rape is, to me is like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to fight with a woman while I'm trying to have sex with her. Yeah, right? You don't yeah, know, like, like, what the fuck? That se- I get that seems like an awful they bite me too hard. Right. I, right. And that, that, it just seems like an awful lot of work, you know, in addition to the work you're already doing. Oh, he's a pedophile, too. Oh, okay. So he's a pedophile rapist. Okay, this guy needs yeah, to die. Like okay. Why is he even alive? Why is he even? Better. Why hasn't somebody pulled the fucking phone booth guy thing with him? Peter, get the millstone. Yeah. What's the guy's name who did that? That was like the chaddest move ever. He was like on the phone when they walked by. You know the one I'm talking about. Oh, I don't remember the guy's name. Was it his son or his brother or something like that? It was his son, I think. The kid was like, yeah, I think it was his son. I know what you're talking about, too. I don't remember the name, though. Yeah, and the guy was just like, you could just almost see the semi-satisfaction on the dad's face. Like, all right. Yeah, this is definitely rapist, pedo rapist phenotype. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Chief says he kind of looks like Anders Brevik, but I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think no. he looks yeah, like Anders. No, at all. I don't think so. I don't think he looks like Anders. He he looks like um. No, he looks like remember in Full Metal Jacket when uh when Joker shaved his head. That's what he looks like. He looks kind of like. Oh yeah, yeah. What's his name there? Uh, the guy's the actor's name. I can't remember names tonight. I'm I can so only tired. think John Leguizamo, and that's not even close. No, no, I know that's John Leguizamo was the Mexican dude, right? Yes. Who was? Um, uh, yeah, he plays a lot of stuff. Now that you said John Leguizamo, I keep thinking Luis Guzman, but this isn't Boogie Nights. Neither. <laughs> none of this is. No, none of these is that guy. Oh man! All right, uh, Johnny, what did what did you have? Or Hudson? What do we have next here? We have, uh, do you guys want to do the COVID stuff? I mean, since, since the paranormies were absolutely right about COVID the whole way down, we can talk about that. Sure. And how, um, where's the, the COVID? Well, where do we even want to start? You want to start with CNN getting filmed by Project Veritas, basically just saying that they had directions the entire time to make folk, the headlines about COVID, the focus of their coverage, and that the new thing is going to be climate change oh yeah well that's definitely going to happen i mean we we call that we called that forever ago right and and they're going to and then then the other people are like well they're just going to say they're going to pivot to climate change well that's because that's what they're doing and it's because it's obvious that's what they're doing but the other stuff with covid that um pfizer just admitted that the the vaccine was never tested to stop transmission, even though everybody said, get the shot for you, get the shot for everyone else, get the jab for everybody. You're getting the jab to help prevent transmission, right? Social if you don't. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was a bad, you're a bad person if you don't, because you what you don't want to save lives, get the vaccine because you're saving lives by getting the vaccine. You're protecting others. You're protecting the immunocompromised. You're protecting those poor kids that, that get COVID. You're protecting somebody's grandmother, Right. And now they said, oh, by the way, we never tested to see if it prevented transmission. So that was all a lie. Literally a lie. Literally a lie. I was and- under the impression that a vaccine was specifically intended to stop the transmission of disease. To prevent the um, 
what do you call it when you catch it? Yeah, I mean, like, tra- like getting transmission. it. Yeah, prevent the transmission. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so prevent the transmission. So prevent it from being transmitted to you, yes. But they, like, changed the definition of vaccines, too. Right, so. they changed the definition Wait. of vaccines. They changed the definition. It all depends on what your definition to know, is. To is. know exactly what a vaccine does, you have to get it first. Right. Everyone has to get it before, is, you, before you know what's in it. Right, that's the Pelosi method. We have to know what we have. We have to sign the bill before we can read the bill. Before we know what's in the bill, we have to sign it. Remember that? Same thing. And that's that's pretty much what's what's happened is didn't test it though. I think they knew exactly what it was going to do. Didn't test it before public consumption, but that's literally what it was. This was the testing. The public consumption was the testing. Exactly. Yeah. No, we didn't test it first because you're the test. Right. Bingo. That was uh, the test. I once oh, yeah, again. By the way, was, speaking of speaking of Pelosi, oh, go ahead, Reinhardt. What? I was going to say. I, I know we've said this a lot, Johnny, but um, oh shoot, no, that just derailed me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You sure? Yeah, yeah. I I lost my train of thought. Nope. Pelosi, oh, Pelosi. <laughs> so speaking of Nancy Pelosi, right? So Nancy Pelosi is known she's known for her wise investment choices right she's just like a sage investor yeah she's really smart she's really smart she doesn't get insider trading or any of that kind of stuff ever she no get, dude no never never right um however you know she just happened to buy a shit ton of intel right before intel got six billion dollars from the government to make an intel chip factory um hey man she got lucky right nancy pelosi Breaking news. This happened this afternoon. Or no, I'm sorry, yesterday. Yesterday evening. Nancy Pelosi purchases 10,000 shares of Amgen, a manufacturer of N-plate, a drug used to treat radiation sickness. Hmm. What are they talking about doing in Ukraine, in Russia? Nuclear war. Nuclear war. So we're going to need what? We're going to need radiation sickness pills. Oh my God! Is the U.S. just going to nuke Moscow now? I don't know, but like, I, I guess we might have to recant our nukes aren't real and stuff. I guess well, we, big bombs I, are real. Yeah, I I know you're doing a bit, but I mean, we have to whatever recant. That, we might have to ascend to a different level of knowledge. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, no, and we would well, never. Knowledge do that. is a spectrum. I, that would be a, that would be yes. Knowledge is a spectrum of which they have descended to the depths, and we have. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we know big bombs are real, and we know that right. nuclear weapons aren't real. They don't cause radiation sickness. So right. what, what the does? heck is this drug? What the heck is radiation sickness? What, what, what about? Or, I mean, what Whoa, else? Reinhardt, 5G. Hang on. Radiation 5G, sickness. 6G. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yes. Let's not forget, in the realm of shit nobody asked for in the history of, oh, I don't know, ever, uh, was it one of the Koreas is testing Worst Korea is testing uh, their 6G network. Yeah, dude. Yes. Dude, listen. You can download 350 movies a second. As long as it's porn. To be fair, I do know some Asian. I do know some Asians who will benefit from that and use it to its fullest extent. Not the porn thing, but downloading so many movies a second. No, the porn thing too. Yeah, okay. Why? Yes. But why? Oh, okay. What does that mean, though? Like, who cares? Exactly. Still, it's in the realm of stuff nobody ever asked for. Yeah, period. no one can beat this, off that. Fast. Johnny, isn't this compulsive <laughs> too? Like they're what? they're like maybe they're maybe they're not forcing it, but it's something that like they're pushing out, and you can't just back out of it. You can't just say no. I'm not going to use the five uh, the six G test. 
I don't know, man. I think it's actually like they're testing it within a corporation from what I understood. Okay. I don't think it's being used on the entire population. Not yet. I think that they're testing like maybe certain areas at a time, but I think it's being done like within a corporate structure. Yeah, it's being done. It, but just the, the fact that the technology exists and is yeah. already being tested, even though the 5G, 4G LTE network isn't even complete worldwide. Yeah, and I mean, we are, you know, Donald Trump was talking about how the United States needs to adopt 5G and 6G technology to keep I've, up with the rest of the world. That's right. He did mention that was probably the first time I ever heard the word 6G. I didn't even yeah. know it was. I thought he was being retarded. I believe. Okay, dummy. I think we might have actually said that. We might have yeah, actually probably. said there's no such thing as 6G yet, dumbass. Duh. <laughs> boy, boy, do we look stupid. Good job, Reinhardt. Yeah, I'm no, pretty I mean, sure I remember that was, being Reinhardt. It, it was, it was, I think it might have been Reinhardt specifically, actually. Yeah, okay. No, I don't know, dude. Like, kidding, who, the, who the hell knows? You know, I still I still have not even upgraded to a 5G phone. No. I, I have 5G no. now, a 5G phone, and it is. I really don't see any difference whatsoever between that speed and the 4G LTE speed that I had. What I they're going to do is just start killing your 4G phone until you're forced to either get... It is, yeah, they you know, just did uh, that to uh, the 3G network, too. Yeah, they're going to force you to get 5G or to get a block, a brick phone, or just unplug completely. Yeah, but then how would yep. you How would you ever... Um, I don't know, what is it that people do besides... What do people do in an airplane phone? bathroom? Yeah, yeah, there you go. What? Well, yeah, um, okay, let's just let that sit for a second. What did you I say? I mean, people do... People do the dumbest stuff anyway. With this, like Hudson said, there's there's pretty much no difference, and they add things like a few more megapixels on a camera, mm-hmm. a little bit better of a processor, whatever. Sure, which barely. In the, like they give you like a few more megabytes of RAM or memory or whatever, you know. Right. Exactly. And you you shouldn't you shouldn't have your life tied to such a device that you need that upgrade anyway. Right, and that's the thing is, I have, dude, I have, I have like an iPhone seven. I had a seven up until a month ago. Yeah, I have the button. I have the haptic button and the side. I liked that button better. I broke the back glass on it though. Well, the new one I have, I have to put in my entire passcode every time I unlock the screen because I refuse to use the facial recognition technology. Same. Yeah, yeah, I haven't used the, I haven't used the thumb. I use the, I use the finger unlock on my my computer i used to use it on my iphone 7 because i was like oh fuck it it's too convenient but i'm not giving them my face when i was single oh you used used a finger lock on your computer well done johnny we're about to lose all the paranormies archives no what (laughs) why they're gonna lock your computer one day yeah what am i gonna do without my are you gonna what (laughs) your fingerprint comes back as racist exactly yeah i don't understand yeah that's that's kind of odd well, that's that's literally how it is in China, right? China, everything is connected through uh, through one communications company, and it has to mm-hmm. connect to your bank account. It has to connect to your government. You have to connect all your government ID options to this communication server uh, for messaging, social media, email, uh, banking, all of it. I mean, you can get locked out from literally everything at the push of a button. 
Yeah. I mean, there's already a big network of apps that pretty much operate under that principle, like the, the cat, the different cash apps, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. interface with your social media. Oh, speaking of the cash apps, what happened with PayPal yesterday? Oh PayPal yeah. They were going to start charging people $2,500 for misinformation, right. which would of course be, you know, defined by the ADL. Of course. And, uh, people had a shit fit about it and they went back on it. Yeah, they recanted. Yeah, so what ex okay, so that's that's the the longer version. Now slow down and say it all again, but break it down for the retards that are listening. Okay. Now listen up, retards. Um <laughs> just kidding. You you guys are all really smart and cool. Um so basically PayPal came out with a statement that they were going to start fining users who spread misinformation okay so how now uh, hold on now what yeah. now users of paypal that spread misinformation yes interesting like, I, I think it was like if you did it within the I, I don't think it was even limited to within the context of like your business i think okay. that it was if they saw you online and could trace it to your account spreading misinformation so if you said covid was fake and gay and yeah wow that's what I, I mean. And so many people had a problem with it. I mean, even people that aren't, that are ostensibly not on our side at all, mm -hmm. uh, realized that that was just completely ridiculous. Right, I think that it, it is. I don't think that they ever even maybe even intended to do it. I think they were kind of just gauging the reaction to it. Well, yeah. And, and what happened was, so I pulled up an article that says that they clarified. Oh, so oh, November say the clarification it will so november 3rd is the date it was supposed to start and the original message said the sending posting or publication of any messages content or materials yeah promoting disinformation and hate speech or otherwise causing harm those who violated would be hit with 2500 fine company retracted the notice over the weekend and in a statement said an AUP notice recently went out in error that included incorrect information. PayPal is not fining people for misinformation. And this language was never intended to be inserted into our policy. Mm. We're sorry for the confusion. Mm. So there's no actual clarification. And all they said was they are not fining people as in not currently. <laughs> It was never supposed to be included in the language of that. I, but then, like, why was it? Because yeah, someone exactly. wrote it. Why did that exist? Right. But yeah. Oops. The language just, just exists for no reason. We don't know nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just the fact that it existed in the first place should be enough. If this, if any of this world were real, should be enough to sink this company into the depths of hell. <laughs> but of course, it's not all real. This is fake. So. I don't I don't know. They'd never included any sort of clarification on what they were going to do um, going forward. I don't know if November 3rd, something is now supposed to happen still or not. Right. But it did cause a massive storm. And there were most most of the questions that I saw from people were like, what if I'm poor and I have no money in my PayPal account? Are you just going to take it out of my linked bank account? Ooh, there's that. Um, and sure they would. People, so Johnny Hudson, guys in our communities on Telegram immediately rushed to go close out their PayPal accounts that they definitely haven't used in years. Right. And they were met with messages that they could not delete their PayPal accounts. They had to contact their customer service desk 
And most of those people were told by customer service that they couldn't cancel their account, period. What the fuck? Sorry, can't do it. And to my knowledge, you can't take off once you have a bank account linked. Let's say you have one bank account, right? And no card linked to it. You can't take the bank account off the app. You have to have some kind of payment option in there because if you're in debt of some kind, it has to have somewhere to pull from. Right. Mm -hmm. So they can't delete your account. You can't take your bank account info off of there. You're stuck. Oh, juice. Yeah, fuck PayPal. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And Peter Thiel. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, Thiel. for our guys, it's like imagine using PayPal. I remember, I remember when we used to be able to use PayPal. <laughs> yeah, those were the good old days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So many $14.88 donations. That's <laughs> all. Right. Yeah, I know. No, people people donate the gold pills now. Nobody donates $14.88 anymore. And that's fine. We love. We take we, gold pills. Yeah, we take the gold pills here on Pilled, and apparently we take um whatever it is over on D Live the lemons, lemons, the lemons over there. Yeah. Yes, and thank you so far for our gold pills. Yes. Yes, we really appreciate it, guys. Um, yeah, Grognak, it's fifty percent chance your FBI handler is a time traveler. That is true. Half of the FBI is gay. <laughs> So if you're an FBI agent and you're listening to this and there's two of you in the room, just think, one of you is gay. (laughs) Guys, listener, joke's on you. We're all gay. Yeah, right. (laughs) It's the Jose Mourinho, like, throwing off the headset. Oh, God. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh. All right. So Um, moving on, moving on, moving on. We have more news. Um, There's actual... Oh, man. So in in um, another thing, literally nobody asked for lab grown milk to hilt the she- to hilt hit the shelves by twenty twenty four minus the cow and the carbon. Yummy! Welcome to the World Economic Forum's post animal economy. A new animal free milk, promising to be more sustainable than dairy, but near identical taste and nutritional content could hit supermarket shelves in the next two years, according to the growing roster of milk alternatives available to Australian consumers. So, um, almond, oat, soy, uh, what are the other fake milks? Do, do they have bug milk yet? Hazelnut. What are the other, what are the other, what are the other fake milks that they make? Um, I know there's almond milk, there's soy milk, there's oat milk, there's, um, uh, so I know. Yeah, that's that's what I know. You said oat milk, right? I said oat. Yeah, that's that's what I know. Lactaid, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, it's just lactose-free milk. Of, milk. Yeah, how the fuck milk is milk lactose-free? I have no idea. Milk of yeah, these people should just switch to milk of magnesia. Just drink yeah, it by the gallon. <laughs> drink it by the gallon. I'm not saying you should, but like, man, that is a great prank. Actually, yeah. switch that out for somebody's cereal. Oh man, could you? Oh. Like, no, dude, I've actually had to take it before. Same. It tastes like you're. It tastes like you're eating vel or drinking velvet, and not in a good way. Like yes, like if velvet were made of mint and chalk. Is oh. that like Mylanta? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, I remember Mylanta. Oh when man. You're like trying not to throw up, and your mom gives you Mylanta, then you throw <laughs> up Mylanta. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, okay. So right now this is starting in Australia. By the way, the guy who 
started this company he just looks like a faggot um oh yeah oh my well he's got that australian soy face so the company's name is eden brew figure uh, worked out how to brew milk in a lab in a way that emulates the natural fermentation process now this here so this guy jim fader said the company's business model would be based on global beverages giant coca-cola supply chain so where the main ingredient in this case the protein is brewed centrally and then shipped to dairy companies across the world. So they're looking to expand out of Australia pretty quickly. What's hmm. inserting synthetic cow DNA into yeast? Yeah, inserting in synthetic cow DNA into yeast to form a protein known as casein micelle, the essential building block for cow's milk. The protein is then brewed, filtered, and dried, ready to be rehydrated and turned into animal-free products. But so, that's that that sounds a little bit to me like, you know, sinning against plants and beasts and yeah, that kind of thing, right? You're taking, you're taking actual DNA. It's just weird, man. Synthetic, know, man. but you make, like but synthetic, that... but it's synthetic DNA. It's not real DNA. Sounds like some stuff some Nephilim niggas would do, right? Right. Yeah, especially the synthetic DNA part. Yeah. Like, like that yeah, means how do you, it's patented yeah, yeah. and someone owns the fucking DNA strand. Right. If Gee, it's who do you think? Yeah. I can't imagine. Pfizer. I you know what? At this point I wouldn't be surprised. Right. Probably Pfizer, Monsanto, Bill Gates. I mean I wanna I wanna ask God one day if the pre flood world was this gay. Like if if things like this were going on. <laughs> I mean, we don't. We haven't even seen how bad it's going to get yet, right? Or if it was just grim dark with like swords and lasers back then, because I'd, I'd take that over this. I, yeah, I mean, this is this is. I don't know. So, Fader said the fledgling industry would help me global, glo- growing global demand for protein, which mm-hmm. the UN forecast will increase by seventy four percent by twenty fifty, as the global population nears ten billion. That's probably a lie, but mm. 10 billion. Um, so as far as their protein needs, yeah, this goes right along with all the eats bugs protein. And Hudson, you mentioned bug milk. I guarantee you that's going to come out. I'm, I oh, honestly bug milk? Yeah. Like, was kind of half serious when I asked. It's it's on the way. It has to be. Definitely. Imagine going in the metaverse to the local farm to milk some cockroaches. I can already see a soy-faced dude holding up like a box of like rochios and a gallon of, you know, cricket milk and just happy as can be. Mouth filled with bugs. Reprobation is very strange. Living in a pod. Okay, so since we're on the topic of of weird food, um, Reinhardt, I'm dropping this link in the prep chat and open it up on and check this out and look at this this is ridiculous okay hold on i'm dropping it right now Prepper content look at this website open this website up and it is called airprotein.com airprotein airprotein.com what yeah please tell me mormons invested in this i mean it's like manna yeah. There you go. Good call, Gronyak. Protein from CO2 is not just technocratic rhetoric babble. It is highly funded. We've created the world's first air chicken and air scallops. 
turning elements in the air into sustainable protein that eliminates compromise between taste, nutrition, and climate threat. We're on track to craft our protein flour into delicious and nutritious chicken, beef, pork, and seafood made from air that are better for the planet and your palate. I I have questions. Okay, I have questions. Yeah. Like, I'm go- how... What? Like... How do you make protein? Well, they, it's 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 not exactly clear from what I can read on the website, but they do make the claim that it would take a soy farm the size of Texas to produce as much protein as it would an air protein farm the size of Walt Disney World, which is like a, a weird kind of thing. Kind of, well, compare, they're like two but, things okay. people would recognize if we said them. Yeah, like the size of Disney or two the size reference of Texas. points people would understand. I was founded by a black woman. Well, then you know it's good shit. Let's see, they got Man, us to the hands. moon, bro. So making Am air I- meat. How will feed the future? Our yeah, so recipe. I'm looking. To- we start with elements from the air fermentation begins with same building blocks that all plant life needs to grow: air, water, and renewable energy. Elements of the air are whisked together with our cultures until they produce a protein within a matter of hours, a process similar to how yogurt, cheese, and wine are made. The protein that the cultures produce is harvested, then purified, then dried to remove water. The result is a super clean, protein-packed flour, nutritious, versatile, and ready to be turned into any meat. It's not finally meat. in a process in the same in a way that you might turn flour into pasta. We apply culinary techniques to air protein flour to create cultures and textures, or excuse me, to create textures and flavors as we work to give air meat the same great taste and texture as traditional chicken, beef, pork, and seafood. Meet the new meat. Air yeah, protein contains a- no animals. Soy, hormones, pesticides, herbicides, or GMOs. We have reimagined and are redesigning how meat can be made. Delicious, nutritionally advanced, and guilt-free. Air protein is created, is creating the most sustainable meat on the planet. This is the future of meat. Yeah, I was like halfway joking when I mentioned, you know, how this was founded by a black woman and black women got us to the moon and, and stuff. But then I click on our story on the air protein website. The first image that comes up is a picture of the earth from space, quote unquote. Right. And it comes up saying during the 1970s space program, NASA scientists explored a way to feed astronauts on long space journeys by transforming elements in the air. The astronauts breathe into protein. This process was shelved and forgotten back then only to be rediscovered by Dr. Lisa Dyson and Dr. John Reed and perfected by the air protein team. Combined with modern food making technology, we're delivering the most sustainable meat alternative on earth. So it's not only fake meat, but it's like fake space. Sure. Well, yeah. So air, oh my God. <clears throat> air protein is a subsidiary of Kiverity Incorporated. Kiverity is a biotechnology company working with corporations to make the circular economy a reality. By creating game-changing products and systems using the science of carbon dioxide transformation, Kaverity was launched in 2011 by Dr. Dyson and Dr. Reed. In 2019, the team at Kaverity made the world's first meat from elements of the air, and air protein was born. Well, I'll be. Hmm. 
Oh, and you guys going to try the air meat? No, no, I'm not going to try the air meat. Air Protein won the Davos Davos World Economic Forum Technology Pioneer Award. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, my God. Series A funding $32.1 million led by ADM Ventures, Barclays, NGV, formerly Google Ventures. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Good job. Way to sell your fake air meat. Literally air meat. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty funny. This air is... Meat. I saw oh, some here's... canned air in the store the other day, too, that was like flavored air. Mm-hmm. So here's the, board of, breathe it. here's the board of directors. It's James D. White. This is a soulful black man. Got some weird... Ugh. It's a weird face. And then Joseph A. Grundfest. <laughs> Grundfest. Grundlefest. Grundlefest. Maisie Gonsler. Where are these people's and, names? Yeah, uh, the bottom of the Our Story page. Okay. Oh. Okay. Let me look at the Our Story. Uh, Maisie Gonsler and Ori Sasson. Jam. Oh, founding general partner of Primera Capital. Interesting. Wow. And Joseph A. Grundlefest. <laughs> yeah, all three commissioner. Of Former commissioner of the United States Securities and Exchange Commission. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah, all three of those Grunfest, Gansler, and Sasson. I would oh, Sassoon? to say. Yeah, Ori yeah. Sassoon is, ju- yeah, dude. The Sassoon all three family. of them, dude. Gansler, chief strategy and brand officer. Gansler? I mean, come on. And it's like, it kind of, I get the feeling that, you know, it, they may have just used... You know, Doctor Dyson and look at her neck. James D. White is kind of like figureheads. Look at Maisie Gandler's neck. Good lord, <clears throat> what is that? I don't know, man. This is freaking not out. a flattering picture, Miss Gandler. No, none of these people. Like Doctor John Reed, could you look any like? I mean, they look like they just dressed like, him up. Yeah, he looks. Like, he looks like a pedo. He looks like that teacher that like stares at boys' butts. Yeah. You know wow. I mean? <laughs> James D. Hello, White. Class. James D. White. And of course, the black guy's wearing a purple suit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Purple suit and some horn rim glasses and his white hair wow. and his little Hitler mustache. This just seems like a team of, you know, concerned world citizens who this want to help in the global hunger crisis. Johnny. Yeah, this is this is literally the Burger King Kids Club for like board of directors. Okay, but what if they had air gabagool? I might try it. <laughs> I mean, let's not let's not be crazy. It's gabagool. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was that was good, Hudson. You can't. Yeah, it was. I mean, what am I gonna say? I'm not gonna say. No. I knew that would be his weakness. I wouldn't. I I can't. I can turn down a gabagool. Man. So you heard it here, folks. If we get if we get fifty thousand gold pills, and I'm telling you now, so you can get ready, fifty thousand gold pills on the Halloween live stream. Johnny will eat air gabagool if they ever make it. I mean, I, but I will commit to I will commit to eating it if we do that. Just tell them that you're an Italian person of color and you really want to try gabagool. I'm a trans. Yeah. I'm a trans Italian person of color. You, and I'm really you concerned with carbon emissions. Of Little Italy. 
it's been your dream it's dry sustainable gabagool <laughs> ever since <laughs> awesome. yeah yeah oh i could God. totally picture like johnny going on a tour of the company and he's just like yeah i'm not really buying this shit and then all of a sudden the tour guide just pulls spaghetti and meatballs out of thin air and he's just entranced that doesn't work like that Oh, uh, you know what? If these people wanted to make a real business model, they would they would perfect pulling it out of thin air and just That's automatically creating the meat like magic. That's I in mean, their hand. Yes, it's called air meat. Well, right, but they call it air meat because it uses um, air. it uses magic. It uses controlled air. by a wizard to be. Well, it can't be a wizard because it's a black lady. True. Yeah. So it'd be. I don't know. It's, what voodoo voodoo mistress? I guess the nerdy pedo looking guy is the wizard. Yeah, Grundfest looks like a yeah, warlock. Pick, yeah, pick any one of those Jews. Or I mean, Sassone Maisie Gonsler totally looks like a sorcerer. witch. Yeah, yeah, Maisie Gonsler looks like she's been doing some Gonsfeld experimenting herself. Maurice <laughs> Sasson looks like an evil sorcerer. Well, he's a Sassoon. I mean, like that's like, yeah, that's what they do. Oh yeah, I like that when you roll uh the moonshot to meet when you roll across that. I like their website. You know, it's nice. When they have you, a nice very, website. Very nice website. When you roll over the the moonshot thing and it opens up the whole screen to the space, like looking out the window. It's a yeah. very it's a very cool rollover concept. Not as cool as paranormies.com, where you no. can leave comments for free. Yeah, actually, I've been getting uh, emails to regulate comments again. Hey, yeah, we went about like five months without getting comments. It was weird. It was very strange. Yeah, go there and comment. Yes. Um, if you so if you go into this air protein our story and you uh, scroll to a certain point and it opens up that like you're looking out of a space capsule, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there's no curvature in the center, but at the edges, the two windows, there's like hard curvature around the corners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could totally. You could tell it's definitely different pictures. Oh, for sure. No, it's all CGI. It's just CGI. Oh, yeah. The whole thing is CGI. So, yeah. All right, moving oh, on. We've done all the right. fake milk. We've done the fake meat. What else is Do there? you want to talk about your your boy, uh, Lone Scum, a.k.a. Elon Bust? Wow, I thought we did. Or what, did we, what did we miss? The thing about uh, Elon Musk spoke to Putin before tweeting. Oh yeah, Ukraine yeah, yeah, peace yeah. Plan. Yes. So the richest man in the world is not only just uh, just helping Kanye, uh, you know, get back on Twitter. He's also apparently uh, brokering a peace deal between Russia and Ukraine. But supposedly, uh, he 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 talked to Putin before um, putting his Ukraine peace deal out there. I find it funny. I find it funny that this guy who who didn't even go to college, failed out of Harvard's, uh, failed out of rocket ship school at Harvard to um, be somehow become the richest person on earth and um, is now attempting to broker peace between uh, Russia and America's proxy war with Ukraine. Well, his mother's a witch. Right, right. I mean, I I know why. I know why. It's it's because he's just like really like chill, man. Right. He's the guy. He smoked weed, dude. His bootstraps hang. They're so large, they actually hang from his weird man boobs. Yeah, he's very oddly built. (laughs) He wears them like suspenders, and they hang down and cover the nipples (laughs) on his weird man boobs. Yes. He's a very oddly built man. 
He is. Uh, it's so disgusting, man. But you know what I mean. Yes, yes, doing the bit. But yeah, we all know how we how we got into this position. Yeah, he's just um, uh, he's he's an actor. So what happened here? So Vice actually reported this. Uh, I want to say it was earlier this morning. Yeah, like 10, 10, 15 this morning. And afterwards, um, actually about two hours later, Elon Musk responded to their tweeting out the article. Um, somebody tagged him and was like, hey, is this true? And he said, no, it's not. I've spoken to Putin only once. And that was about 18 months ago. The subject matter was space. Mm. Okay. Mm. Well, since that didn't happen, you know, it did just happen about <laughs> 20 minutes ago. What's that? Kanye West just recorded an episode of the show called The Shop with LeBron James, but they decided not to air it because Yee reportedly doubled down on his recent anti-Semitic remarks. Fucking base. Yee is not bending the knee. It's in the it's in the regular chat. It's the last uh, second to last post in the the regular chat there, Reinhardt. Did you guys watch his, his interview with Tucker? I did not, but I heard. No. Um, um, I watched the first half of it. And, yeah, uh, it, it was actually like really good. I he mean, talked, it, uh, there's some of it. He talks about uh, he talks about Kurzweil and um, he talks about Ray Kurzweil's utopia. I didn't get to that part yet. And a little bit, of, a little bit of um, a little bit of transhumanism. He does talk about the, the uh, trans agenda and stuff like that. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he he just kind of paints transhumanism in sort of a positive sort of light. But then a lot of these people do because they 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 may not understand it at all. You know, they may not. That's understand. A, that's the thing too. It's like we we know. I mean, there's a, a pretty good chance that it's all theater. But let's just say it's not. Someone like Kanye might not even be. He might be deceived. There's so many different deceptions out there. He could be woke to a lot of stuff and sure. still deceived by, you know, the transhumanist Ray Kurzweil utopia type stuff. Sure. But he claims to be a Christian, so I feel like it like it's hard for a Christian to really be tricked by that, I think, because mm. you're already promised eternal life, you know? Well, you would think, but most people, even those who claim to be Christians, have absolutely zero faith in any of that. Yeah, um, they're terrified. But of the death. thing, exactly. But the thing about transhumanism that we have to remember too is, like you said, it's coming from so many different deception angles. That no matter which standpoint you're coming from, there is a pitfall or there is a trap to fall into. Mm-hmm. And exactly. Elon yeah. Musk is still firmly in the camp of making you super cool, go into space, and uh, the the medical altruism. Um, that's, that's the most dangerous and subversive aspect is especially the medical quote altruism aspect. Mm -hmm. Because, well, you know, he's going to, he's the guy that's going to get us our med beds, dude, the the super med beds. Yeah. Fix everything. Just everybody's going to live forever with their med beds now. And nobody's going to have cancer and everybody's going to live for a long, long time now. Cause Elon Musk is the, it's just, he's the best dude. He's got so much money and he can, you know, buy Twitter. Because that's important. Elon Musk says he quotes Revelation nine six like it's a good thing. Death will flee from you. <laughs> yeah, that sounds horrible. Like, yeah, that's terrifying. You're, you're you're saying it wrong, Elon. <laughs> yeah, wrong inflection there, bro. Yeah, for him it's not. <laughs> no, for him it's not. For him it's like yeah, he yeah. 
death is afraid of these people. No, <laughs> death is like I don't want anything to do with your weirdos and your transhumanism. Although I did see the transhumanist gun arm, and I want that. I would. Yeah, it all looks cool, but I'd be okay with machine gun arm. I mean, I'd be okay with machine gun arm if it came down. You know, you know, we're never gonna get that. I want, I want a machete that comes out of my arm. Okay. I want a blade. Uh, Okay. I mean, like Wolverine type stuff. Okay. Not, not quite. I'm talking like a full sword that comes out of your arm and you grasp the hilt. I want one of those air protein things that shoots burgers out of my arm. It just turns burgers and like it turns the air into burgers around a people. wave of my hand. And there's like a pie. You're just covered in like burger meat. Is it cooked? Is it, does it cook burgers? Uh, I'm sure. No, and, no, no. It's, no, it's, it's be raw, raw hamburger, right? No, this is going to be like version eight. Okay. Fully cooked. Fully cooked. How, how does it cook? Yeah. It does uses it the like? air, Reinhardt. It's obviously yeah. air frying it. So basically, like, what is if fire, you're Reinhardt, fire. So basically, if you're in tropical climate, you can pull cooked meat out of the very wet air, and if you're in a cold climate, you could pull what raw fish. You could pull anything you want. I mean, it's air. You know, it's air. Mm-hmm. I mean, you fire is air. You cook with fire, right? None of this is ever going to be a real thing. This this just sounds like magic with extra steps. Kind of, it does. It's like a cyberpunk fantasy. Yes, it's even gayer. You know what? You know what? Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven never did to me. It never made me air meat. Yeah. No, cyberpunk never did. Yeah, never did any of that. <laughs> Andrew Angler never told me to eat air meat. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, man. <laughs> Andrew Anglin never told me to eat air meat. Andrew Anglin never told me to put my pizza box in the oven. Man, Andrew, if you're listening to this. Yeah. Hope you enjoy it. M- Mr. Wanglin. Yes. Did you guys listen to that? Do you remember that in the kill stream? Oh, yeah. Nobody told was- me that I wasn't supposed to say his name. I didn't know you weren't supposed to. I didn't either. Well, I didn't either. Like, I got well right before, like the day before. Uh, Ralph had messaged me and he was like, "Hey, do you mind if uh, England comes on? He wants to." Yeah, call you told mind? me that. Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, of course, like, he can call. I don't care." So I was like, he, "I knew it, right?" Nobody like there was like was it telepathically communicated, much like the way the guys on Flight ninety three did the whole like let's roll, you know, yeah, let's roll. <laughs> through the seat backs, through the seat backs, right? They just like telepathically, okay, guys, we're gonna we're gonna bum rush these. I think there's two of them. I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Like, they might have a box cutter. They might have two. They might have a sword. Who the hell knows? I don't know. I can't see. You've been on planes before. I still think it's the biggest crock of shit. Anyway. Yeah, if only Mark Wahlberg was there. I digress. I, I di- Right. I digress back into a... Uh, oh, my God. I'm going to kick the fucking ass. It's the last John Wick movie. <laughs> what? John Wick. No, see, next John Wick movie. Now you're back John on Wick. the. Now you're back Flight on the bad microphone again, Grognak. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have to work on that. That's okay. Not we'll get it. Dungeon we'll, mic. Yeah, get the, the. Yeah, you're in the dungeon mic now. You got to get the actual headset mic working. Sorry, we'll get it. We'll get it fixed. All right. Well, thank you everybody for hanging out with us this evening here and uh, chilling out here with us live. On Pilled and on D Live and on Odyssey. If you're on Odyssey, I, I I'm sorry, I don't know how to get over there and, and say hi to you, high five or any of that kind of stuff. But either, but shout out to all the Odyssey viewers yes. and all definitely two. shout out to the Pilled chat. Yep, 
and shout out to the DLive and the DLive chat and all of that. There will be a Necronormicon at the end of this. I don't know what it is yet, but it will be at the end of this. It will be up sometime tomorrow. Uh, we will be back this weekend with another spoopy Halloween October. Spoopy Tales of Terror. Uh, that'll be released probably Saturday. And then uh, we'll see you back here again for the live Nationalist Inquirer. Man, it's almost like we do this all the time now. I know. It's like a schedule yeah. and shit. Yeah. It's nice. Thank God I lost my job. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to do this. Right. Thank Yes, thank God you lost your source of income. Yes. I don't ever... Yeah. I mean, thank God I was brought out of something horrible. But All right, that's better. That's better. Yeah. There we go. Thank God I was brought out. The way you said it a second ago, just didn't, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you know, being a being a Saudi Arabian sex slave, I know it's rough. So, I'm glad you can finally sit down again. Uh. <laughs> okay. Make sure everyone checks out the Blood Drinkers episode this yes, weekend. Actually, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a gnarly one. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I uh, yep. check it out on paranormies.com this weekend. Yes. Leave a comment for free after listening to it. Absolutely. If you haven't yeah. listened to Gnome Gnosis yet, go check that out. Mm -hmm. You can check out all of season seven, all of season six, uh, and half of season five. Do we ever finish season five? We got to finish putting up season five on the RSS. Yeah. We'll throw season five up there. Um, let us know how it looks. Uh, there are a few podcasts app out there, like the um, I know Castbox is pretty decent. Downcast is okay. Uh, the Apple Native app will separate out seasons for you. Uh, some of them just clump them all together with no order whatsoever. So yeah, yeah. Uh, don't use those podcast don't, apps. Yeah, don't use like Podbean. They do that kind of stuff. Use use what is it? Upcast, Downcast, Leftcast, Rightcast, Streamcast. <laughs> downcast or if you're on apple i would just use the native app That's yeah the, the best the apple native one isn't is not bad at all but if yeah if you can't there's there's a lot of other ones that actually work so yes check them out check them out we will eventually have all the seasons up there because i i guess like one of the archives for season four is no longer working and so archive archive is the way back machine and archive is starting to break down so we'll have to do yeah taylor, taylor loren's uncle has uh officially pulled the plug Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Well, we are going to get out of here, and we will see you this weekend. Later. Time travel, Time travel makes, you makes you gay. Oh, no. You guys both did it. We synced it, dude. That was cool. That was pretty cool. Coming Insurrection by the Invisible Committee, Seventh Circle, Part Two. The question of the nation state and its mourning is at the heart of what, for the past half century, could only be called the French malaise. We politely give the name of alternation to this twitchy indecision, this pendulum like oscillation from left to right, then right to left, like a manic phase after a depressive one, that is then followed by another, or the way a completely rhetorical critique of individualism uneasily coexists with the most ferocious cynicism, or the great generosity with an aversion to crowds. 
Since 1945, this malaise, which seems to have dissipated only during the insurrectory fervor of May 68, has continually worsened. The era of states, nations, and republics is coming to an end, and the country that sacrificed all its vitality to these forms remains stunned by that fact. The trouble caused by Jospin's simple sentence, the state can't do everything, allows us to imagine the reaction when it becomes clear that the state can no longer do anything at all. The feeling that we've all been tricked is like a wound that is becoming increasingly infected. It's the source of the latent rage that just about anything will set off these days. The fact that in this country this obituary of the age of nations has yet to be written is the key to French anachronism and to the revolutionary possibilities France still has in store. Whatever the outcome may be, the role of the next presidential elections will be to signal the end of French illusions and to burst the historic bubble in which we are living, and which makes it possible events like the anti-CPE movement that was puzzled by other countries as if it was some bad dream that escaped from the 70s. That's why, deep down, no one wants these elections. France is indeed the red lantern of the Western zone. Today in the West is the GI who dashes into Fallujah on M1 Abrams tank, listening to heavy metal at top volume. It's the tourist lost on the Mongolian plains, mocked by all, who clutches his credit card as his only lifeline. It's the CEO who swears by the game, go. It is the young girl who looks for happiness in clothes, guys, and moisturizing creams. It is the Swiss human rights activist who travels to the four corners of the earth to show solidarity with all the world's rebels, provided they've been defeated. It's the Spaniard who could care less about political freedom now that he's been granted sexual freedom. It's the art lover who wants us to be awestruck before the modern genius of a century of artists, of surrealism to actionism, all competing to see who could best spit in the face of civilization. It's the cyberneticist who's found a realistic theory of consciousness in Buddhism, and the quantum physicist who's hoping that dabbling in Hindu metaphysics will inspire new scientific discoveries. The West is a civilization that has survived all the prophecies of its collapse with a singular stratagem. And just as the bourgeoisie had to deny itself as a class in order to permit bourgeoisieification of society as a whole, from the worker to the baron, just as capital had to sacrifice itself as a wage relation in order to impose itself as a social relation, becoming cultural capital and health capital in addition to finance capital, just as Christianity had to sacrifice itself as a religion in order to survive as an effective structure. As a vague injunction to humility, compassion, and weakness, so the West has sacrificed itself as a particular civilization in order to impose itself as a universal culture. The operation can be summarized like this. An entity in its death throes sacrifices itself as a content in order to survive as its form. The fragmented individual survives as a form thanks to the spiritual technologies of counseling. Patriarchy survives by attributing to women all the worst attributes of men, willfulness, self-control, insensitivity. A disintegrated society survives by propagating an epidemic of sociability and entertainment. 
so it goes with all the great outmoded fictions of the West, maintaining themselves through artifices that contradict these fictions point by point. There is no clash of civilizations. There is a clinically dead civilization kept alive by all sorts of life support machines that spread a peculiar plague into the planet's atmosphere. At this point, it can no longer believe in a single one of its own values, and any affirmation of them is considered an imprudent act. A provocation that should and must be taken apart, deconstructed, and returned to a state of doubt. Today, Western imperialism is the imperialism of relativism, of the it all depends on your point of view. It's the eye-rolling or the wounded indignation at anyone who's stupid, primitive, or presumptuous enough to believe in something, to affirm anything at all. You can see the dogmatism of constant questioning give its complicit wink of the eye everywhere in the universities and among the literary intelligentsia. No critique is too radical among postmodernist thinkers as long as it maintains this total absence of certitude. A century ago, scandal was identified with any particular unruly or raucous negation, while today it's found in any affirmation that fails to tremble. No social order can base itself for long on this principle that nothing is true, yet it must be made secure. Applying the concept of security to everything these days is the expression of a project to securely fasten onto places, behaviors, and even people themselves in ideal order to which they are no longer ready to submit. Saying nothing is true says nothing about the world but everything about the Western concept of truth. For the West, truth is not an attribute of beings or things, but of their representation. A representation that conforms to experience is held to be true. Science is, in the last analysis, this empire of universal verification, since all human behavior from the most ordinary to the most learned is based on a foundation of unevenly formulated facts, and since all practices start from a point which things and their representatives can no longer be distinguished, a measure of truth that the Western concept excludes enters into every life. We talk in the West about real people, but only in order to mock these simpletons. That's why the Westerners have always thought of as liars and hypocrites by people they've colonized. This is why they're envied for what they have, for their technological development, but never for what they are, for which they are rightly held in contempt. Nietzsche wouldn't be taught in schools if the kind of truth mentioned above was not discredited in advance. Containing all affirmations and deactivating all certainties as they irresistibly come to light, such is the long labor of the Western intellect. The police and philosophy are two convergent, if formally distinct, means to this end. Of course, this imperialism of the relative finds a suitable enemy in every empty dogmatism, in whatever form of Marxist-Leninism, Sophievism, or Neo-Nazism, anyone who likes Westerners mistakes provocation for affirmation. At this juncture, any strictly social contestation that refuses to see 
that we are facing is not a crisis of society, but the extinction of a civilization becomes an accomplice in its perpetuation. It's even become a contemporary strategy to critique this society in the vain hope of saving the civilization. So we have a corpse on our backs, but we won't be able to shake it off just like that. Nothing is to be expected from the end of civilization, from its clinical death. Such a thing can only be of interest to historians. It's a fact, and it must be translated into a decision. Facts can be conjured away, but decision is political. To decide for the death of civilization, then to work out how it will happen, only decision will rid us of this corpse.